Welcome to the Picture of Wealth, a podcast all about living more of your life now, yet being responsible for your future. Lifestyle experimenter, wealth scientist, and financial coach Dustin Service shares life hacks, wealth tips, and interviews successful entrepreneurs on how they're thriving in happiness, purpose, and prosperity. Corporate strategy or strategies for business owners with corporations is what we're talking about in this mini series number two. And, you know, again, what I found inside a corporation is the best thing to do for excess cash is create automation, create uh, an environment that you don't have to make big decisions about should you invest or what to do with your money that's excess in your corporation. Now, I'm going to back up a minute. You hear me talk in the podcast and on webinars about BAM, B A. M, which is your bare ass minimum. This is in your personal life. You have expenses. So bare ass minimum expenses to, you know, mortgage payments, car payments, truck payment, you know, home insurance, you know, your TELUS bill, you know, for your house. And, you know, that stuff is your BAM. That's expenses that are going to exist day in and day out. That isn't the travel or it isn't your discretionary money that you use to, you know, in my case, snowmobile, but that stuff could all be parked. But your BAM is your bare ass minimum. So in a perfect scenario, You only take what you need out of your corporation, pay as little personal tax as possible to cover your BAM each month. Let's say your BAM is $10,000 a month. So to do this properly, you take out $10,000 from your corporation, and we're assuming that your corporation makes more than that. So you take $10,000 out, you spend that, and at the end of every month, your personal bank account should be getting down to to just below $1,000 or $1,000 or just some sort of buffer. Now, inside your corporation, let's say that at the end of each month, you've got $20,000. So you've paid your corporate tax and you've, you've you know, set money aside for any business expansion that you want to do, but you've got excess cash. And this could be in your corporation or it could be in your holding company. So maybe you know money is flowing up to your holding company, but easy, easy scenario. You've got $20,000 at the end of every month. You pay out ten dollars to your person to cover your BAM. And now you have $10,000 a month that's growing in your corporation. So over one year, you'd build up 120,000. And if this happens, you know, you've got a decision to make as sort of that money is there. You could either flow it out and pay a ton of tax and, you know, pay down your mortgage or whatever, but let's say you're leaving it in the corporation. So do you buy stocks? Do you put it in GICs? Should you buy a piece of real estate? That's a big decision. And that's a big number, you know, 120,000, you've got to deploy that. The only way that I found to, to mitigate that big decision is to create a framework. Look, back at your years or the, you know, the last couple of years at what sort of amount in excess of your BAM that you're leaving in your corporation and break it down to the month. So you know maybe some months your business is seasonal and makes more or, or less, but on a year, let's use that same example, you know, 120,000 extra. And so let's use 10,000 a month. So 10,000 a month, we're going to say that we're going to automate that. So Let's say that 1000 a month, you want to build up an emergency savings account. So we're going to take 1000 and put it in emergency savings. In a year, you'd accumulate 12000 From there, we got 9000 Well, let's say you've got a goal to own a piece of rental real estate. Maybe it's, you know, in a, in a couple of years, you want to buy a rental condo, an Airbnb or whatever. So let's put 4000 Okay, so we had nine and we get to four. And in a year, you'll save 48000 in a high interest savings account. So both emergency and the high interest savings uh, you know, for the real estate bucket. So low risk, yeah, it's going to be low returns, but we want that money ready so we can capture an opportunity or deal with an emergency. Now we still have 5,000 left at the end of the month. One thing that I would do next is say, okay, 
let's manage our risk. Let's take $500 a month and let's get, you know, some sort of illness or, you know, if you have life insurance inside the corporation and let's get maybe a little bit nicer or a more a refundable plan or a plan that has equity. You know, there's illness policies out there. If you got a critical illness or heart attack, stroke, cancer, if after 15 years you haven't claimed, you can cancel and get 100% of your money back. Life insurance, same thing. Again, that's for a whole other podcast, but there are life insurance policies that build up cash value. And essentially, if you could cancel them later or keep them as an asset, you could have a value or a nugget of cash inside the policy. So if you cancel it and got more than you put in, that's essentially a refundable plan too. But let's take $500 a month and deal with that. So now, you know, and that's about, you know, out of your 10 grand, 5%. So that's, it's a low amount. We still have $4,500 left. So I'd say you probably take a thousand or some, you know, it could be different for different people, but say you take a thousand and put it in a high risk bucket. This could be something that, you know what, if you lost the thousand, it's okay. In the grand scheme of your big picture, it's okay. You're doing other responsible things, but a thousand dollars, whether it's, you know, something more high risk or unknown, like Bitcoin, marijuana stocks, mushroom stocks, you know, penny stock, mining stock, like whatever the high risk bucket is, then you've got a thousand going there. And that could be, in, in my personal situation, I let that money build up in my high-risk bucket, and then I usually make one or two purchases with a little bit more money. So it isn't like every month I'm buying just a small little sliver of a bunch of different things. I'll let things build up. I'll add to positions or I'll pick a new position. So we've got a high-risk bucket. Now we have $3,500 left that we put towards what I call our core. This is our like being responsible for the future. So our core investment could be, whether it's a diversified index fund or you know, dividend-paying stocks, something that is easy to understand, has growth potential, and has some sort of income potential maybe from the market, and is not high risk, but it isn't low risk either. It's sort of balanced. It's in the middle. This also could be, if you don't like the market or you don't understand it and you really understand real estate, you could allocate this $3,500 a month to maybe a negative cash flow property where you've got a strategy later. Maybe it's buy, you know, buying a bigger piece of property than you probably you, know, you think you should or might think is appropriate for your wealth level or whatever, but maybe you can subdivide it. So maybe it's going to require a bigger loan, so you're going to have negative cash flow, but you can sustain that. And again, you know, leverage and investing, that's a whole another podcast, but I'm, I'm not here to say the market is the end-all be-all for your core investment. Maybe you do both. Maybe you do a little bit into the market, a little bit into a negative cash flow property, just to kind of establish a balanced mix. Now, the fun part of this model is that at the end of a month, your company generates more than the, you know, we said the 10,000 extra that's all going into all these little silos. We, like a waterfall, flow that money out over, you know, again, it's falling into all those little buckets and we flow the extra money out and we spend it on lifestyle or give it away or whatever turns your crank from a passion side. Again, let's say you make 15,000 extra, or so there's 25,000. We pay out 10,000 to cover your BAM. So now your, your personal expenses are covered. We've got 10,000 flowing into all the buckets that I just mentioned, and we've got 5,000 extra. That could be a hot tub, that could be a trip, that could be an upgrade to a vehicle, that could be whatever is your lifestyle enhancement. You know, again, the you know, the purpose of the podcast and a lot of the coaching we do is living more of our life now, yet being responsible for the future. We've just done the being responsible for the future in that corporate savings model. 
so you give yourself the permission that it's okay to spend because we're so caught up in sort of you, you never really know and are we on track and we just got to save, save, save the most and then we'll be happy later on. No, we could be happier now. And at least you can control it and you could see 10 years out. Okay, this is where we're going to be. This is on track. And we can you know pull old spreadsheets from before and look, are we on track? Are we off track? If we're off track, because you know maybe you've had a, a COVID year and in investments and they're down, then we can flow and sort of make a decision. Well, maybe that five grand for lifestyle goes into the market for four grand and only one out for lifestyle because then we're going to get our, our plan back on track. So that's the corporate savings model. And that's how to automate your life and take the big decisions out of investing. If you found this episode valuable, share it with a friend. If you found this episode super valuable, leave us a review on iTunes. It will help us continue to bring you top quality content. For more information on anything discussed on this show, visit www.servicewealth.com. That's service spelled S-E-R-V-I-S-S. Any investment topics covered on the show are not investment recommendations, and you should seek professional advice before making any investment decisions. This show was produced by Podigy Podcasts. Thanks for listening.